It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amen, amen. God bless you, family. God, welcome to the Morning Devo. It's your brother, Sam Lopez, a.k.a. DJ Sam Rock. And these are the Morning Devos that we get together. We're real early live, amen, but you can watch it anytime on the replays. Um, you can listen to it on the podcast anytime you want, amen. And on the podcast, the audio version, we have over a thousand podcasts already. And on our YouTube channel, we, I think, have almost 3,000 videos, if not that. Amen. So there's a lot of content, and I probably covered topics from A to Z by now. God is good. Amen. And he's worth finding out about. And when Jesus, the Christ, our Messiah, says a thing, when he quotes something, amen, it's so worth checking it out for yourself. So this is the series that I call Jesus Said What? And this is episode number 28. And today we're talking about when Jesus continued to point to the writings of Moses to prove who he was. So therefore, if he's using the writings of Moses to prove to everybody of who he is, then it's very important for us to check it out for ourselves. If we do not understand the Torah, which is the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, the writing of Moses, we are missing greater depths to which we can know our Messiah, the Lord Jesus. Amen. We're going to be in John chapter 5, verses 46 and 47. John chapter 5, verses 46 and 47. So get your ears ready to listen. Get your eyes ready to see. Amen. And God's going to do an, an amazing thing, an incredible thing. I was going to say incredible and amazing at the same time. That would have been incredible, accrediting. It would have been a new word that I was I would try to coin, right? But amen, amen. Incredible and amazing what God is going to do in our lives. All we have to do is be willing vessels, willing people to listen to the word, to, to investigate the claims of the Lord Jesus for ourselves and stop believing the hype of when people say, oh, Jesus is not this. Jesus is not that. He never existed. Even people are going that far and saying Jesus never existed, which is an incredible error on their on their part um, to try to delete the existence of our Lord and our Savior where there's so much evidence, tangible evidence. And I know people will say, but you only have the Bible to prove that. Um, that's incredibly wrong as well. You have archaeological findings. We have other writers, external writers outside of the scriptures, outside of the Holy Writ that also wrote about the Lord Jesus being alive. Amen. His life. They wrote about his life. They wrote about him being crucified on the cross, and they also wrote about um, the believers um, knowing that he resurrected from the dead. Come on. John chapter 5, verses 46 and 47. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or any prayer requests, never hesitate to leave it on the live chat. If you want to inbox me or if you want to email me with some private stuff, amen, you could always email me at djsamrock, djsamrock at soulwinnerswithaz.org. 
But if all else fails and you can't figure that out, you can't remember, live.soulwinnerswithaz.org is my open invitation <clears throat> to anybody who wants to get a deeper level of these morning devos, a deeper level of our Bible studies, a deeper level of replays. Amen. It's all on live.soulwinnerswithaz.org. It's a live chat. There's a place that you could actually use the Bible as you're listening or as you're watching at the same time. Amen. And um, <clears throat> places where you could connect to me on my social media platforms and you can subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, the audio version, amen, what are you waiting for? I think that's the best way you can stay in connection uh, with what's going on in Soul Winners is through the audio podcast because you could be cleaning your house, you could be jogging, you could be at the gym, you could be at work on a break, um, listening in. So that way you won't have to worry about watching something. You can always listen to these morning devos. Amen. So let's pray after we pray. We'll take a minute out to share this with as many people as we can. So we should be sharing, 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 using the power of our fingers and our thumb. Amen. So that way we could share this out to as many people as possible. And mind you, it doesn't have to be live for you to share this. Amen. I know a lot of people, more people, way more people watch the replay or listen to the replay then there are people live with me. Amen. And that's because of time, time zones and schedules and all that stuff. And this is really early in the morning uh, for a lot of people, including myself. Amen. So we're going to be in the book of John, chapter 46 and 47. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much that you are the proven Messiah. That you didn't resurrect spiritually, but you rose from the dead bodily to prove to the whole entire planet that you are exactly who you said you are. The Messiah, the God-man, the Savior of the world, the one who conquered death and has the keys to heaven and earth. Amen and hell. And you free people. You don't put people in bondage. Lord God, thank you so much for what you're doing today. Thank you so much that you are the key the key to life, amen, that you are the one, the only Mashiach McGee, the Messiah, the anointed one of God, the only begotten son of God. Give us all that revelation. Give us all that um, knowledge and wisdom and understanding so that way we may know who you are at a deeper level today. I pray heads of protection over myself, my household, my whole entire family, my children, every single person in the bloodline of my family and my lineage. I pray the power of God upon them right now. Holy Spirit, God, move in their lives right now, including in my life right now. And I pray that for every single person on the other side of the screen and on the other side of this mic in the powerful matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray this by faith in Jesus' name. And those who agree say amen and amen. So let's take 60 seconds out. When we come back, we're going to hit up the book of John chapter 5, verses 46 and 47. I'll be right back.
Praise God. Amen. Amen. So let's go for it. Let's see what we have today. And today I'm calling this morning, Devo, the key to knowing Jesus. The key to knowing Jesus. Jesus is going to prove himself by way of Moses, the way Moses wrote, according to Moses' writings, according to the Torah. So if Jesus is using the Torah to prove who he is, that means it's very important for us to check it out for ourselves. Amen? Because this is part of his claim. He's using the Old Covenant to um, prove who he is in the New Covenant. Amen? And that's because he is the living Word of God. And he says that if you read the Old Covenant, the prophets, the psalmists, um, they're pointing to him, the Messiah. Amen? And he shows up and prophecies and the law and everything is fulfilled right there on like no cap, no hesitation. God is speaking, amen, through the Lord because the Lord is God. So you have the God of the word and the word of God wrapped up in Jesus. Come on now. That's powerful. That's saying something. And that's amazing. Amen. I know a lot of people don't think that, but God is amazing. And he wants to respond. He wants to reveal himself. He wants to restore you. He wants to redeem you. He wants to save your life from his wrath. If you're not born again, then that means you're still under the wrath of God. Well, I don't believe in God. Some people will be like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in your Bible. Um, that's your problem. It's also your choice. Uh, just because you don't believe a thing doesn't mean a thing is not real. It's not true. And on the other side of that, just because I believe in the Bible doesn't make it true. You know what makes the Bible, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit true? They make themselves true when they make the revelation in your life. And the evidence stacks up on their favor, in their favor, in the Lord's favor. Amen? Not in our favor. We can't delete this historical scripture. We can't delete the historical Jesus. We can't delete the Bible and say that it's not true or doesn't exist when we had it already for centuries and it's been scrutinized more than any other book in the whole entire planet and it still stands up today to all the scrutiny. Amen? So that's um, your choice. If you don't believe, it's because your heart is heart. Your heart, no, your heart is hard. Amen. That's a tongue twister. Your heart is hard and you refuse to believe in the truth. And that's the truth. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you over on Facebook. Amen. So the key to knowing Jesus and Jesus said what series? This is episode number 28, I believe it is. Yes. So let's get into it. Amen. This is what we have here. We're going to be in John chapter 5, verses 46 and 47. The Bible says, Jesus says, If you really believed Moses, you would believe me. Check that out. So if you believe in the writings of Moses, so anybody that believes in the Torah, the writings of Moses, they believe in Moses. I've asked people, Jewish people that I know, I've asked them, do you really believe in the Torah? And they say, absolutely. So Jesus knows that. And he knew that at the time that he said this. And he's saying now to them, if they're listening, if you really believed Moses, you would believe me. Moses wrote about me. Man, I wish I had a sound effect of a mic drop. Jesus saying Moses was writing about me. Verse 47, if you don't believe what Moses wrote, 
how will you ever believe what I say? That there is an incredible question. That's a good question, Lord. If they don't believe, right, what Moses wrote, uh, they're going to have a real hard time believing in what Jesus said. Because Jesus uses the Torah lots of times, the Old Covenant lots of times, to prove who he is, his deity. If you want to know the Lord and the basis of his teachings, we need to start with what Moses wrote. If Jesus can be seen in the Torah throughout these books, then the front of our Bible should be worn out. Think about it. And I had an issue with preaching the Old Covenant over and over again because I was thinking, wait a minute, we're in the New Covenant church. So I took it to the Lord. That was my gripe. That was my problem. That was my issue. So I took it to the Lord and I heard the Spirit of God say, well, just repeat what Jesus said about the Old Covenant and investigate it. That's how this whole Jesus said what series started with a conversation that I had with the Lord. There will be dots of early morning coffee stains and tea stains and tears as we search for his likeness through the Old Covenant. Think about it. What Jesus quotes something concerning the Old Covenant, go check it out for yourselves. It would do you good. So the key to knowing Jesus, the most common translation of the Hebrew word Torah is law. Now listen to this, because this is important. If you're from the western part of the world, if you're in you know, the United States of America, and you're a westerner, they call us, right? Our western concept of law is that of rigid regulations and unforgiving rules. How many people have you met and heard this? Or I'm not a Christian, I don't go to church, I don't believe in God because his rules and his regulations are too much for me. That's a Western concept. That's the way we think as Westerners about God's law that is rigid. It's it's strict. The regulations are unforgiving. These rules are too much. Meanwhile, biblically, Torah describes a parent's loving instruction and guidance. A parent's loving instructions and guidance. So if you think about it according to how the Bible language and the people who wrote the Bible inspired by the Spirit of God to write it, biblically, Torah describes a parent's loving instructions and guidance. Wow. So we were wrong. I know I was wrong because every time I used to think of the Bible, I thought it was a bunch of rules and regulations and that I could never make it through. Well, I can never make it to the God of the Bible. That's our misconception of what the Hebrew word Torah is, according to our Western way of thinking. And a lot of times we read the Bible with a wet Western mindset. And remember, it's a transliteration as well as a translation. Transliteration, they're taking the original Greek, Hebrew, Aramaic, and they're translating it into, transliterating it into English, so therefore we might miss some things according to how the author originally intended for us to understand the writings. And that's when you do a word study. There's a Bible study and there's a word study. It's a deeper level of a Bible study. That's if you really want to know what the Word of God is saying, if you want to investigate the Word of God for yourself. And I'm that guy. I, I love to read the scripture and check it out for myself, study it. 
do word studies. Like, if something doesn't make sense according to how we speak as Americans or as people who speak English or as a Westerner, then it's possible for you to take a word in a scripture wrong. Just like the word Torah. We thought it meant, and I know I thought it meant, laws that were uh, too rigid, too strict, regulations, and unforgiving rules. And then finally, I come to realize that Torah really means uh, a parent's loving instructions and guidance. It makes so much sense when we have a Heavenly Father, our Father in Heaven, who loves us as His children. Today, we teach our children our personal life experience, right? So they can avoid life's pitfalls, the problems of life. I look at my daughters and I'm like, man, uh, they got it good because they're kids, right? Less stress, less problems, less issues. Um, but I'm thinking and I'm praying and I'm hoping and I'm, I'm already praying for their husbands. I'm already praying for their relationships. I'm already praying that God will surround them with godly people. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm already praying that they will serve the Lord with all their heart and all their strength and all their might and that God will favor them because they came here by way of a miracle. They came here by way of God's promise. They didn't come here because um, Bringo, um, my wife got pregnant and we planned it. No, they were planned miracles from God. If you know me and my wife's testimony, you know our children are miracles. So I'm praying for miracles in their lives to continue and that they would know who they are and where they came from, not only from their parents, but they will be understanding that they are miracles walking and breathing on this earth, testifying of God's promise and his faithfulness. So we teach our children our personal life experience, right? And mind you, this is not a guilt trip right now for parents who are listening and watching. If you messed up in front of your children, when it comes to serving the Lord, you might go to church and then act a whole different way when you get home. There's always time to ask your children for forgiveness for those actions. And it's always time for you to repent and turn from that, whatever that is, and turn back to God and align yourself with the word so you could be aligned with his will. Amen. So then they could see that well, what you say you believe or who you say you believe in matches up with your life. It's never too late to do that. Amen. So they can avoid life's pitfalls and we give them opportunity to make their own choices. And that right there, letting go, that letting go part for a parent, for, for a father like me, amen, that's a little tough, but I know it has to be done. Uh, we have to raise our children and 
be able to let them go into a world trusting God that they will be okay and all right and they will have favor with God, be protected by God, um, be strengthened by God. So that's why I always pray health, strength, and protection over my children and over my family. And I think you should do that too. The health of God, the strength of God, and the protection of God over you and your whole entire family. What do you think? Amen? So that's where we're going. The key to knowing Jesus today. Amen? On the morning Devo. So that's the word, the scripture and everything. Uh, let me go back to the scripture so that way we can see it again. John 5, 46 and 47. You can take a screenshot of that. Amen. Study that out. Repeat it. Amen. So that way you know where we were going today on this morning Devo. So there. That's really all I had. But let's talk about it a little bit more because I have some facts on it. Amen. And I know that the key to knowing Jesus Amen. Is for us to know what he said, what he spoke, and he directs us to where he's quoting from, which to me is an amazing revelation of God. This journey that I've been taking about who Jesus is and what God has said through the Lord Jesus, Jesus being God, speaking the word because he's the living word, that this journey has been amazing to me. Eye opening. Amen. And mind blown. Right. Of what Jesus says. To be true. The Torah was given by a loving father, right? A loving father, not a hating father. And the Torah was given to Moses by a loving father. Remember, Moses went up the mountain of God, amen, and came down with the commandments etched in stone. The first time he came down the mountain, a lot of people don't understand this, or probably never, you never know. He came down twice off that mountain. The first time, he broke the tablets out of anger. Why? Because as soon as he came down, he saw the Israelites, the people of Israel, um, already worshiping a golden calf. While he was up there getting revelation, speaking one-to-one, one-on-one with the Father of heaven and earth. And when he comes out, he was like happy. He said, look, we have the commandments. He saw a lot of crazy wickedness going on and idol worship going on. Sounds familiar? There's a lot of eyeship and wickedness going on to this very day. Idol worship, wickedness, and all that is still going on today. But we can't break God's word. We can't break the tablets of God's word because the tablets of God's word are written on our hearts. So what we do, we be witnesses of the Lord. In a dying world, we bring life. In a dark world, we bring light. Amen? In an unforgiving world, we bring forgiveness. In an unholy world, we bring holiness. In an un Hopeful world. They don't have hope. We bring hope. Amen. Holy Spirit God living inside of us is the hope and glory. Amen. Of this world. So the Torah was given by loving father. But we have to understand that God loves us. Amen. He doesn't want to hate on us. He doesn't want to punish us. He didn't give us a spirit of fear the way we think fear is. You know, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and understanding. I'm quoting it wrong, but it's in Proverbs. Check it out for yourself. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, I believe it means, and understanding. But we as Westerners, we could look at that word fear and be like, oh man, we got to be afraid of God. We can't ask God anything because he's going to pound on us. He's going to kill us if we ask him anything. That's a Western way of thinking. But the word fear biblically means reverence, respect for God. Amen. Because God's such a loving God. God is love. So we should respect God's love. We should respect God's word. We should respect God's people. Amen. We should know that we can trust in him. So we have a loving father to guide us. Right. The best way. 
that we could be guided to all truth by the Holy Spirit. But for Israel's sake, the children of Israel, God wanted to guide them in the best way. If Israel did not follow God's instructions, he was not waiting to angrily squash them. And we see that when you see the book uh, of Exodus, we see the story of Moses when God told Moses to tell Pharaoh, the one who was keeping them in bondage, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And if you read the story, you're like, wow, that was amazing. But the trip in the wilderness that they were in shouldn't have took 40 years. Some scholars said it should have took two weeks, four weeks top, six weeks top. Eight, it shouldn't have took years, 40 years at that. Um, there's a whole reason why, amen, that I believe that the Israelites were in that wilderness for 40 years. Amen. But I don't have time to go through it. But you could read the story of Moses for yourself. There's been movies about him. Amen. Um, and they did a pretty good job with the movies. But check out the scripture for yourself so you could get a biblical understanding of what the Torah and what the writings of Moses is all about for yourself. Jesus said, if you believed in what Moses said or what Moses did, amen, you will have no problem believing in me because what Moses was writing about was about me. Jesus said that. That's an incredible claim, incredible statement. Amen. Jesus said it. It's a thing. It's true. It's right. We have to get the understanding about it. So if Israel did not follow God's instructions, he was not wait, waiting to squash them out of anger. God had already warned them that disobedience would be not a good thing for their lives. God has already warned us that disobedience won't be a good thing for our lives. We have a father who is just, holy, righteous, and we have a father who loves us. Amen. So today we teach our children, like I said before, our personal experience with the Lord. And we're teaching them. They're watching us. Amen. My daughter, my eight-year-old, she comes and she hugs me and I have to make sure I hug her back. Because I'm not, I'm not such an embracer when it comes to my kids. But, believe it or not, right? It's weird, right? It's just that I love them so much that I'm trying not to break down when they hug me. <laughs> I love them that much. And if I, if I cry every time they hug me, they're going to be like, what in the world is going on with my dad? And they don't understand the deep love that I have for them because how they came here. Amen? They came here on a promise and through love for, for their parents Of course we love I love my wife My wife loves me And uh, We wanted children Amen But they don't understand The story of our wants And uh, and God's promise That's why when they hug me I'm like I'm being hugged by a miracle And it's way more Than what they can understand Right now Amen So There's a lot there um, Without the Lord Right We're going to tend to Stockpile Right our spiritual ammunition. We're going to stockpile the things um, that we think that agree with God or doesn't agree with God. But we need to go to God, especially when Jesus is saying, listen, the writings of the Torah, the old covenant, they're talking and writing about me. So therefore, if I'm not understanding and if you're not understanding what Jesus is quoting, amen, then we're doing a half-fast job on understanding who he is. Listen, if you love Jesus, I know I love Jesus. Let's get to know him more intimately. And how do you do that? Through his word. He spoke the word already. Amen. He's, he claimed what he claimed already. He did what he did already. And he's promising to come back. But in the meantime, while we're eagerly waiting for his return, I'm eagerly um, 
discipling. I'm eagerly preaching the gospel. I'm eagerly praying daily for my family and those friends that I have that are not born again, that are not saved. Because if this is all true and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, dying without a relationship with him is not a good thing. Total separation from God for all eternity is not a good thing. I wouldn't wish that to my worst enemy. I wouldn't because God is the only one who is good. So why would I want somebody not to know God? Why would I want somebody not to investigate Jesus? Why would I want somebody to not be um, tied into the scriptures, into the body of Christ? I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Trust me. And I have enemies and I still don't want them to go to hell. I don't. Amen. Because Jesus spoke of it. The Bible speaks of it. It's a place. It's real. Amen. Just as like heaven is real, hell is real too. And, you know, a lot of people out from the old school, we say that hell is hot. And I don't want to go there. Brother Juan, God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see you on the morning, Devo, my friend and my brother. Hope you're doing good. So we have the scriptures, man. We don't we don't have to back down <clears throat> as believers. Oh, I believe we have what was necessary to live this life out in godliness and righteousness. We have everything we need through Christ Jesus. So when Jesus is saying that the book of Moses and what Moses spoke is about him, that's worth us finding out. Right. Investigating that. Checking it out for ourselves. Amen. Because God is faithful. He's so good. So if we don't understand the Torah, the Old Testament, the writings of Moses, amen, the Pentateuch, we are missing something. We're missing a greater depth to which we can know our Messiah, the Lord Jesus. Amen. And Jesus said it. We read it in um, the text. We read it in Matthew, oh, excuse me, Matthew. We read it in John chapter 5, verses 46 and 47. And Jesus is making it plain to us. He says, look, man, there's no exaggeration to what he's saying. Amen. Uh, He doesn't have to exaggerate. He's the living word. He says, if you really believed Moses, and I know a lot of people who not necessarily are uh, convinced that Jesus is God, but I've met a lot of people who could get down with Moses. Amen. Muslims know about Moses. They know Moses. Christians know Moses. Amen. Atheists know Moses. The people who saw the Moses movies, they kind of believe the story of Moses. But a lot of people have a problem when you start talking about Jesus. It's always going to be like that. Amen. Because Jesus himself said, listen, I didn't come to this world to bring peace. I came to this world to bring a sword to divide between believers and unbelievers. He knows who's real and he knows who's fake. He says in John 5, 46 and 47, if you really believed Moses, you will believe me. Moses wrote about me. That's deep. If you don't believe what Moses wrote, how will you ever believe what I say? Hence, Jesus said, what the series? He is the key, right? He is the key to knowing himself. Jesus is the key to knowing God. Because he is God. Think about it real clear. Amen. And you'll get this understanding. I know you will. Amen. It took me a while to understand um, that the old covenant is for the new covenant. In other words, without the Old Testament, we wouldn't have a New Testament. But I stand behind what I said last week and I said the other day. The new covenant is a better covenant. It's a better promise from God. Amen. 
because the old covenant was speaking about the Messiah, that new covenant, the Messiah pops up, fulfilling what the prophets spoke about him. So therefore, we have the better covenant. And that, that bothers a lot of people. They think I'm trying to disrespect the, the Torah. I'm not trying to disrespect the Torah. I'm not disrespecting the law. The, the law of God is still alive. Amen. Uh, we're, we as Christians, we're just dead to the law. The law of sin and death, not on us no more. The regulations and the rules of the Levites are not on us anymore. Why? Because we have the fulfillment of the law. Amen. And it's the scripture. But today, I just want to really emphasize that Jesus is the key. Right? Jesus is the key to knowing who God is. Jesus is the key. Let me go back to the the key to knowing Jesus is by knowing the Torah. So the old covenant is very valuable, amen. It endorses what Jesus said and endorse well, Jesus is endorsing the old covenant. But when you read the old covenant in the old testament, you would see a lot of times it's pointing at the the Messiah. It's pointing at Jesus. Amen. It's pointing at his life, it's pointing at his um death, his resurrection. The old covenant speaks of our Jesus. And it's incredible that a lot of people read the Old Covenant and they can't see that the Lord is up in there. But that's because they're not born again. That's because they're not inspired by the living God. They don't have, they're not born again. They're not saved. So we have to have patience and understanding because once upon a time, I didn't know anything about what I know now. I, I wasn't inspired by God. I wasn't saved. I wasn't born again. So I wasn't always a Christian. And that should be obvious to a lot of people. Um, my high school dropout, got my GED, amen. I'm, I'm really not that educated. But with God, by way of his Holy Spirit, he gives me understanding. He teaches me. He's the He's the teacher inside of me, amen, that guides me into all truth. And you have him too if you're born again. If you're a believer in Christ, you have everything you need. And when you read the Old Testament, you'll see that it's prophesying about Jesus. And Jesus comes and says, if you read the book of Moses, you, the Moses, the book of Moses talking about me. Jesus is the only one who can say that. There's no other prophet. There's no other um, deity out there that can say that. Only Jesus could truthfully say that the old covenant, the Torah, was talking about him. Because he is basically the living word. So basically he's the writer of the old covenant. Amen. By way of his spirit. So I'm out of here. I'm out of time. I just lost track of all the time that just passed. Amen. So I want to bless you all in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for hanging out with me for this short amount of time on the Morning Devo. God bless you all. God keep you all. And remember always that God is good. Peace.